Yo, what's up, guys? We are the Right Potatoes. Why are you doing this? Because we're aboard. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm your host, James. And I'm your host, Steven. And we are... The ripe, the ripe potato. potatoes. The ripe potatoes. And if you didn't know about that awesome ass intro we just did, we're now doing the movie The Strangers. What is it? It's my phone. Oh my god. We gotta get out of here. I'm gonna open the door and I just want you to run, okay? Yeah. Yeah. We were the strangers there, obviously, acting in that fucking scene. Academy Award winning acting. (laughs) He was the stranger. I was the bitch tied up to the chair. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Uh, Just just to give you uh, the scene, you're welcome. All right. Here's some info on the movie, if you haven't seen it or, yeah, whatever. Uh, The Strangers was released on May 30th of 2008 and was directed by Brian Bertino. The film had a budget of nine million U.S. dollars and went on to make eighty-two point four million USD in the box office. The film stars Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman. Ooh, Scott Speedstick, make your armpits spill nice. <laughs> did you uh, see this movie in theaters? Yes, yes, I did. Did actually. you? Oh, dang! I never. I remember watching it on DVD at uh, my friend Gil's house. I think I our... snuck into this, if oh, I'm not dang. mistaken. I think I had snuck into this. Or like I took one of my older friends, or had my older friend take me. Yeah, because uh, I I do remember seeing this in theaters because it was so much more intense. Because on the huge fucking screen and you can oh, see yeah. everything and the noise, it was beautiful. No, I I just remember watching it at his house on like a fucking twenty inch plasma screen or whatever the fuck. Whoa, shit! It was all small, but I still remember feeling that that tension and everything. Well, especially with that plasma, dude, when it was the blackest of blacks. Fucking have the backlit screen. Ooh, baby, let's go. But also, look at those numbers, dude. Nine million USD. Yeah. Was the budget, and it went on to make 82.4 in the box office. 82. I kind of wish I would have seen this in theaters. It would have been way more intense. Oh, dude, it, it was a fucking, it was a banger for sure. Um, Yeah. For those of you idiots who don't know what movie we're talking about yet, here's a quick synopsis to get you... <laughs> On that beaten path, baby. Um, after returning from a wedding reception, a couple staying in an isolated vacation house receive a knock on the door in the mid-hours of the night. What ensues is a violent invasion by three strangers, their faces hidden behind masks. The couple find themselves in a violent struggle in which they go beyond what either of them thought com- capable in order to survive. Yeah. Okay. Well, how'd that fucking work out? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> yeah, duh. This is going to be a very spoiler <laughs> filled, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And here are the, stati- the statistics for the movie. The tomato meter gave it a 48%, the average rating of 5.1 out of 10. Total ratings of 165, 79 being fresh, and 86 being rotten. Bullshit. The audience also gave it a 48%. Bullshit. Average rating of 3.1 out of 5. Total ratings of more than 250,000. IMDb gave it a 6.2 out of 10. Metacritic gave it a 47%, and 78% of Google Google users liked this movie. That hurts my soul a lot. It um, like, it's, it's surprising how low even the but, audience gave it. Like, dude, why? that's low. 
like low low yeah and uh i, I was reading through a bunch of uh the comments obviously because that's what i do but uh a lot of the comments too were like oh this wasn't like this wasn't original this wasn't this this wasn't this you know and i'm like eh but it is it's pretty original i mean it it was taken from a real life case or whatever the case may be right and then kind of twisted to make it what it is mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't know i thought it was pretty fucking amazing in my yeah. opinion i loved it it's still yeah it works the tension is still there. The scares are still there. Everything from me still worked, even though I haven't seen it probably since maybe 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so 2009, the year after it had come out. Yeah, because I watched it on DVD. So it's probably like, it takes about six months from theater to move to home video, I, I think. No, no, six years for some of these fucking movies, dude. Some of them. But yeah, I remember, it was probably, yeah, when I was around 19 or so. 19 in 2009. Jesus Christ. God, that's crazy to even think about, him. I know. I think it was 16, 17. Just, just all spry with no facial hair. Yeah, 16, dude. Oh, I still don't have facial hair. Or balls that have dropped. But anyway, <laughs> here are the critics' positive reviews for this movie. Critics' positive reviews. The movie is the best before the mayhem actually starts. First-time writer-director Brian Bertino gets right. Some priceless details are... As the couple will try to deal with the evening's earlier fallout and elevates his movie about other horror films. Above other horror films. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That, that was kind of like a run-on. But essentially, yeah, what you get originally is their their fallout. He, This guy proposes to this chick and she's like, eh, I don't know about all that shit. And so, yeah. when they're back at the, the secluded house or whatever, it's kind of awkward. Um but that's what you get. So don't say no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's fucked up. <laughs> Let's see what else. Uh oh. Well, he directed guess... um The Dark and the Wicked. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Which that movie was that movie was alright. Yeah, know, that's okay. I didn't think it was as good as this, but it was mm-hmm. it was pretty good. Um here's number two. I, I forget that there's more ratings. Or reviews. So here we go. Number two. Sometimes evil happens without explanation. Rarely is it shown in such plain, quiet, horrifying fashion. Don't watch this alone. Ooh, I like that. Um, Just get comfortable, sit back, and smile at the slaughter. Unlike funny games, at least this is bloodshed you can enjoy. Which, yeah, funny games is another film I I talked to you about, Beef. Um, Or... I've talked about before funny games is actually a pretty good movie. Um, There's the actual foreign film of funny games and then there's the remake. So yeah. Oh, there you go, dude. You bought it. it. I bought it a while ago. You can see it's still on the plastic. I haven't. Yeah. Maybe I'll I'll watch this tonight. I'm watching tonight. Everyone. Is that the foreign one or is that? Yeah, uh... it's the foreign one. Well, the, the director of the foreign one actually directed the American remake too. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. I think I just liked the uh, the characters better in the original is what it was. All right. Well, watching it. Ooh, do it. Um, the simple cat and mouse premise is given a low-key approach in Brian Bertino's film, but this minimalist method is both the greatest strength and the weakness of the project. Eh, I don't know. I think, I think the way that it was executed was really well done because you see 
inside the house and they're like kind of skeptical about what's going on and then you actually yeah. see these characters in the background and shit which is fucking terrifying so i think for me i think the weakest character the weakest for me the weakest character is the um the husband okay because he is not smart like he has the the man mentality no we i could get it done or we could do this when if they stayed in that one room even spoilers after he shot his friend yeah i think they would have they would have survived the night agreed if they even just like, sat in the room with if they the moved shotgun. to the, yeah if they moved to the bathroom where there's literally one way in one way out you see the door i think they would have gotten bored enough either that or they would have tried to smoke them out yeah burn the house well it's like a, that's like a brick house so i don't think they could really burn it down hey you could burn bricks <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> without yeah he was like the, mo- the most annoying to me just because she's like no we don't leave the house don't try to go to the the barn to, to get the radio the convenient radio yeah and then he goes in there and gets auto- automatically attacked and i'm like just obviously house. idiot yeah yeah i i agree with that there it was it's one of those things dude like how would you react in that situation? You never really yeah. know because if you're panicked at the fact that there's these people trying to kill you, uh-huh. what, what are you going to do? You don't know. I mean, me personally, I'm going to shoot the motherfucker, but <laughs> yeah, you know, or, or fucking bring out my, uh, my shank and, you know, come after the homie. But I mean, it's, a, I guess it's a different situation. They're in like a house that they're not really used to. And it yeah. was like a, a, his dad's house or something. I don't know. Yeah. But really, really weird really weird setting but really good and actually that scene that you're talking about with like his friend that's there so basically there's a scene his friend is like coming to try and like save them or see what the fuck's going on say it was earlier in the film he calls him because he's like hey man i can't be here could you come pick me up yeah yeah because obviously that awkwardness of the whole saying no to the uh engagement yeah but that scene where he's walking down the hallway and you see the guy in the mask with the axe behind him yeah dude absolutely fucking beautiful and that is terrifying because it's like yo that's fucking scary it's you just have to watch it and if you if you feel it like in the movie theater for example like you can feel everything was just like everyone holding their breath oh dude yeah and it was like everyone's like ready to shit their fucking pants but uh um, well, for the last uh, critics positive review, here we go. Um, an extremely effective claustrophobic horror picture that starts slow but ultimately provides us with plenty of suspense all the way through its very dark ending. Well, that's good. Oh, thinking, thinking about it now, I really like this movie. Just for the characters of the strangers. Because they're okay. like, they're really smart. Okay. And how they, they terrorize their victims. And so they're so on edge that you're they're going to make mistakes because of how scared they are. Agreed. Okay. And they, it's basically fucking guerrilla warfare they're doing to them. I, I, you know, and I would agree with that. The way that they, they mess with them is just so gnarly. Because, for example, like fucking with their phones, um, disabling vehicles so they can't just drive away, right? And just like knocking on windows and doors and shit. Yeah, and the fact to that... Make it, to oh, make it man. seem like there's more of them. When there's only three. Which is fucking awesome, too. And then you find out, like, it's it's just a, a family. Yeah. 
And it's just, that's what I think makes it that much better too. It's because it's like, wow, this whole family is just fucked up. You get the whole, almost like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre style vibe with the whole fucked up family. Yeah. Um, but I think it's cool too, just because it incorporates, you literally have just the one dad, but then you have the mom and their fucking daughter that are involved in it too, which is just, I don't know. I think and it's then fucking it, sick. Yeah. And then again, the, the, the trailer line <clears throat> our opening was why are you doing this and it's just because you were home yeah like you drew the short straw you just happened to be home if it wasn't you it would have been the neighbors it would have been the neighbor who answered the door yeah yeah anyone it was just you were the wrong place wrong time yeah whoever's answering the door is the victim tonight unfortunately yeah like you got fucked bitch and um <laughs> do you saw the sequel right yep I what'd did. you think of that so I, I I liked it a lot for the fact that they made it more of like an 80s slasher film. Yeah. Versus like an actual just, you know, this is fucking completely terrifying, you know? Yeah. Um, I like the fact that they did kind of turn it into an 80s slasher film. You had great music and then there was just certain fucking things in the movie too that just like... Like, for example, when he's in the car, the guy with the mask obviously is in the car with the other dude and he's just sitting there fucking staring at him as he's bleeding out. Oh yeah, that's rough, dude. Fucking yeah, like, I don't like. I love that shit. In I I could stand a lot of things in horror, but when someone's getting slowly stabbed, uh huh, that uh, that just gets it me. Like, fucks you up. Like in this uh, spoilers again towards at the end when they're just taking turns stabbing them. Yep. And it's just like a slow insert, and then just it's, they leave it there and they pull it out. Yeah, getting slowly stabbed is fucking. It's rough. It's gross for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that. Which, yeah, the ending of this movie, one of the things that I do like, because usually with your horror formula, right, mm. it's like you have all this fucked up shit going on and then there's a resolution to it all. Whereas yeah. this movie leaves you with, hey, the fucking bad guy won. Yeah, they're just pure. There's no resol- yeah, there's no resolution whatsoever. Like, the bad guy won. Mm-hmm. So, you're fucked. Yeah. I don't know how I've... I watched the second one in theaters, but I felt like, I don't know. I, I kind of wish they would have left it at this one. Agreed. Because it made them seem superhuman in a okay. sense to where like the, the smiley face mask guy like sur- survives a car explosion. It makes you want to think. Okay. And then yeah. how they, they've, I don't know if they've. They, I guess they stake out a place before they start terrorizing it, I want to say. Yeah. But this one, they all, they they seem to be everywhere at once, Con- considering there's only three of them. They seem to be everywhere that the the main characters were. Yeah. Which is like kind of a Jason Voorhees-esque where, damn, you got trap doors under this place or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just popping up everywhere. That's no, I, I get I, that I too. Like, yeah. yeah. It was kind of it was interesting too because I can't remember the exact premise of it or whatever the case may be, but there was like I know it was like in like a trailer park. Yeah, like there was staying like one at... family that was there, and that was pretty much it, right? Yeah, and then they're chasing them around the trailer park, but then like, you know, I assume you can get away. Yeah, you just got to run straight. And yeah, you'd hope not, not make yourself known. But yeah, it's made a, it gave him more of a a Friday the Thirteenth type vibe for me not in a good way okay. where they're just everywhere they yeah. magically 
they magically thanks to the script themselves somewhere Which, else. yeah and I, I definitely i like the first film a lot better than the second but the second for me yeah. i've actually only seen the second one once whereas the first one i'll watch every halloween you know like or every october um yeah just because it's one of my favorite it's one of my favorite horror films for sure so yeah the, the second one it's like i remember liking it and it was it's scary but it's still it has the same it doesn't bring it with the same amount of tension that this one does yeah didn't make you shit quite as much yeah <laughs> but the music was great <laughs> music was pretty good i'm not gonna lie you know what's not good critics negative reviews Bop. bitch critics negative reviews uh, the formula of calm followed by shock is repeated until one tires of the technical polish of brian bertino's directorial debut with nods towards funny games and the french them uh in the absence of coherent plot or character development i don't think i've ever seen the french them what's is it them the is movie like, is called them right yeah it's like okay. people think uh, it's in my fun facts i'll read it i'll say it right now <clears> like they think it, it's like a loose edit adaptation of that movie okay because it's kind of the same thing where like a couple goes home and they're terrorized by people oh okay yeah i'll have to watch that i've never seen that one but funny games like we're we've already talked about i i like funny games which i can see this similar to that but not the same thing yeah uh number two but i guess it's just hard for a movie about characters with bags on their heads to have any real teeth What's that supposed to mean, dude? I don't know. This movie didn't bite enough for you, I guess? I, well, I guess. I don't have enough bite. <laughs> Number three. Nothing gets the old heart pumping like fear of home invasion. But you would know... But you wouldn't know it by the strangers. An utterly pointless portrait of domestic horror. Terror. My bad. Huh. I don't know. I thought... I think it was executed really well. It was. And it's still, like, scary. Because they're just people. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's one of those things that makes them more scary is because it's like, this could actually happen to you. Yeah, this could, that could be your, like, yeah, that guy walking down the road, the guy you pass on the street, whatever. It could be anybody. Yep. Where was I at? Number four, Brian Bertino's psycho thriller gets it, gets the job done for nearly two thirds of its length. But when it's, when it shows its hand, it folds. What hand? What, what is it? <laughs> I guess towards the end. You like the part where maybe they're terrorizing them, but then once it gets down to the actual point of, hey, we're just going to fucking kill you now. Like, I yeah. guess that's where they're done. Hmm. Number five. What is that word? Inevitably, the cat and mouse game goes on too long and the tension dies the slow death. A bit like Liz's career. Ouch. Got her. Zing. Ouch. Is she not in anything lately? I don't know. You don't need I, to I, like... She's done enough. She's done enough things to where she doesn't really have to work. Like <laughs> yeah. she was in, she was in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And if you're in that, you're you're fucking <coughs> set, you're you probably know? set. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen her in um, I haven't seen her in movies in a long time. I don't think. I used to think she she kind of looked like a Kate Beckinsale in a way. Yeah, you're right. The last thing she was in was in a TV series, Nine One One Lone Star. She was in Ad Astra last or in 2019, starring Brad Pitt. Ooh. The TV show Harlots. She's in a lot of TV shows. Well, I ain't got time for that. But she's in Armageddon, so. Yeah, Armageddon. 
a movie we should talk about is called Robot and Frank. That's a good movie. What what was it? Robot and Frank? Robot and Frank. How I'll read you okay. the synopsis. In the near future, an ex-jewel thief receives a gift from his son, a robot butler programmed to look after him. But soon the two com- companions try their luck at the heist team, or as a heist team. I like it because he's like, he still thinks he's a good thief, but he's an old man, so he gets caught. Like he's stealing stuff from like the grocery store or whatever. Yeah. And then the robot kind of, it's like the, the a dog, he like, he'll copy your actions. Okay. And so like he'll, he got caught stealing and they leave the store and then the robot's like, here you go. <laughs> he's like, you, you took that? And he's like, yeah, I thought you wanted it. And so that's then gonna, he tries to, yeah. Through. And she's in Empire Records, bro. Get out of here. Empire fucking Records. She gets ultimate free pass. Just for that. <laughs> to anything, alone. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, anything. She's in Lord of the Rings. She was Arrowin. Yeah, she gets she gets a free pass. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck fuck everyone who <laughs> disagrees, all right? Yeah. But you know who not to fuck? These sponsors. Be right back. Welcome, Welcome back, back, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a kiss. Oh, I'll kiss you right in your fucking brown eye, bitch. As soon as you test negative, I'll <laughs> kiss me all over. I'm going to lick your fucking butthole. Dude. This is going to be crazy. Um, welcome back, guys. Thanks for listening with us and being with us in this domestic relationship we have. All right. Here are the audience positive reviews. Audience positive reviews. Well, not the most original horror slash slasher film. The Strangers is a tightly made, engrossing, and terrifyingly good watch. Highly recommend. True. Agreed. This movie is a classic horror movie at this point. Liv Tyler is great, is thrilling, suspenseful, and horrifying. Great movie. True. Agreed. Uh, the Strangers is absolutely the most scariest, most effective home invasion slash thriller of all time. And always looked, oh what? And always looked your doors and windows at all times. Lock um, your doors. Make sure you lock your doors and windows in case somebody like this who can't fucking spell tries to get into your house and make you stupid. number four the strangers is the most chilling thriller ever with jump scares that will scare the living daylights out of many people love the strangers the jump there was a couple of jump scares that i was like oh fuck dude like in theaters when uh when you see Liv tyler like walking up to the glass door that you know the fucking guys behind oh yeah oh dude that shit fucking had people that it's just like the banging on the door got gets me yeah like when she's like yeah yeah agreed agreed number five and last one for these uh, audience positive reviews frighteningly the strangers man manages to turn one more film of persecution with masks into a great and captivating horror film like no other Mm -hmm. true we were the we did a photo shoot actually as the strangers last year so uh, i'll go ahead and share that picture too because sick That's, that's pretty good yeah thanks thank thanks beef dude you're welcome. You're, you're pretty good. I love you. All right. I, I try. <laughs> All right. Here's these uh, audience negative reviews. Audience negative reviews. An excellent thriller. Thrillers are supposed to make you yawn for half of their runtime. Tyler's committed performance is quite possibly the only positive thing about this movie. Draw your own conclusions. <laughs> there we go. That's, that's the... Uh... That's the catch-all right there, is draw your own fucking conclusions yeah. from your own movies. Figure it, out, figure it out yourself. Yeah, bitch. 
uh, unrealistic and very poor pacing with unpredictable jump scares, many unresolved plot points, and poor character development. What care? What? There's not. It's not too many characters to develop. No, there's some. Which, uh, I don't. The husband know. comes. I, I like the whole. The ending, but it's so heartbreaking. Like she put the ring on just to like, see how it fit. But then like the whole he sees it on her finger and she's like, "Yes, I'll marry you." Yeah. That yeah. part got me and it's oh god dang it and then they just nothing good happens I, after that. I which and I think uh like at the end of this movie when you have them tied up and shit and it's like, you know, I actually do love you and then they're like sitting there telling each other that they love each other and then yeah. they're dying and it's beautiful. <laughs> if that's the word for it. <laughs> uh number 3 absolutely stinks slow moving predictable plot mediocre acting beyond frustrating to watch watch hush instead <laughs> when did this fucking movie review come out that's a much better <laughs> intruder horror film with more depth and creativity this one is a bore ouch like that huh which hush hush was okay i i think i think we talked about this too didn't we uh we didn't review it, but i think we probably talked about I it think, yeah. yeah i think we ended up talking about it but anyway little fun fact i guess from that movie too is the actress who comes and knocks on the door like her, the friend or whatever she uh -huh. has a book that's called uh midnight mass which is the new movie on netflix that she's in anyway yeah the guy uh directed it uh is that michael flanagan is that his name uh something like that mike flanagan mike, mike fucking guy um <laughs> but yeah Let's see. Mass director. Um, yeah, that's a little fun fact about that. Yeah, Mike Flanagan. Boom. Yep. That was so. a guess. Shot in the dark. Damn. Well, you nailed it, baby. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, no. so Hush, Yeah, Hush is fine. But Hush is okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't feel the same way about Hush that I do <laughs> about. Maybe because it's like the Hush is like, good for her, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, she yeah. out, she gets him. But this one is just dour and more uh, more real i like this because it's not yeah, a happy ending yeah like know? they get away and it's this could happen and i love it too at the end where they're the the daughter after they just got done fucking murdering these people they stop and get a fucking flyer from the little uh what are they what, what are they what do you call them um the kids on the bikes, the fucking the missionaries. Missionaries, thank you. And yeah, so they just got done murdering this fucking family, and then the daughter's like, "Oh, can I have one of these?" And then the kids like, "Are you a sinner?" Sometimes. And then, dude, so good. It's yeah. fucking good. All right, it's that's pretty fucking good. Yeah, fuck you guys, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, on to the, the number four. Wow, this is shockingly bad. Only in it for Liv Tyler and the whole mask situation. Stayed for stayed for the pretty cinematography. It was really well shot. I, I yeah. like how it's shot. It, it gives you, yeah, the, a really great sense of isolation. Yep, I would agree with that. It, it, the music, too, like, I mean, you have uh, Merle Haggard in there. Uh -huh. I'm just saying. Come on. Who doesn't like some Merle Haggard? I just, I don't know. It's, it's, where they live is so relatable, because I've been to, like, houses like that, like, out in um, Oklahoma. Shout out. There's like towns like that where they're just houses are so spread so spread apart and it's all farmland that this could this could be real. Yeah. But then that's the thing is I want a house that's like fucking two miles from another house too, you know? But here we are, living in Fernley next I can literally fucking fart and my neighbor can smell it, so 
All right, a last review. There are a few horror elements that really work in this film, but the stupidity of their protagonist makes the film suck. And it doesn't have a purpose at all, but the music gives you the creeps. Oh, there it is. I wouldn't say that, though. I mean, you you kind of feel for these guys. You don't have much character development. All you know is that they were at a wedding and they were supposed to be engaged, but the chick said no, so now it's just awkward. And yeah. now everyone's going to die. That's pretty much what you get out of this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> James, uh, so the, both the critics and the audience gave it a 48. I don't agree with either of those because do I. I like this movie more. But uh, what would you have given this film? 48, 78. Ooh, give him, give him that fucking beef wiener, dude. Yeah. And I, I would go with, uh, I'm going to go like a, Oh, that's one of my favorite horror films. So I'm going to go 90 there you just go. because it, I like it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. I don't know what it is about it. It's probably just because, first of all, I love the masks. Second of all, the music is fucking creepy as shit. And yeah. the way that it's filmed is creepy as shit. And you don't have a happy ending. It's a, lo- a little bit different from most horror films. Yeah. So I do like that. I like it a lot. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. So I got. I gave it a 90. Beef gave it a 78. And uh, he's also going to give you some motherfucking fun facts with James. And now, fun facts with James. That's me. Uh, According to director Brian Bertino, the film is partially based on an incident he experienced as a child. One evening, a stranger came to his door, asked if someone was who was not there and then left. Later, Bertino found out that other homes in his neighborhood had, had been broken into that night. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. That's actually probably one of the coolest facts I've heard. Fun fact. <laughs> uh, during <laughs> during filming, in order to get actual reaction from Liv Tyler, director Brian Bertino would tell her the um, where to expect a loud bang from and would have a loud noise come from the completely opposite direction. <laughs> She's probably pissed about that. You know? I would. Just, well, I got to keep you guessing. Keep you on your toes. Yeah. The film was shot in chronological order. Oh, okay. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, many theaters across the United States were sent faulty reels of the movie containing a sound containing sound problems, which made a few minutes of, which made a few minutes to several scenes in the movie filled with nothing but static. Most audiences did not realize the sound was a problem since the dark overtone and loud background music in some scenes made, uh, made the static seem like part of the movie. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. You know what? I wonder. I don't know if I saw this in theaters because I think this only went to specific theaters. So I think at the time I was trying to go to Gardnerville to watch it in theaters. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I might be wrong though. I don't remember. I, I'm pretty sure I saw it in theaters. Anyway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt Russell mentioned this movie always scares him. Good. Cause I like yep. Kurt Russell. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> Uh, the filmmakers tried to design the house as one that your brother could have lived in, that you could have grown up in, in order to make the audience feel more attached to the film. Which it does feel like, like the kind of like not too big of a home, but a small enough home to like have just a, a small family in. Yeah, and you kind of relate to. I like that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the exterior, the, the exterior shots of the house were filmed at a real farmhouse. The filmmakers were surprised to discover the property had a barn, a garage, and a forest. Uh, and a long enough road. Damn. Yeah. Well, fuck it. 
And but the movie was not actually shot inside the actual house. The interiors of the house were built on a soundstage. Well, that's fuck. They do so well at shit like that. I Fucking love it. movie magic, dog. I love it. Uh, Liv Tyler suffered from tonsillitis while shooting. Oh, that's why she sounded so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the script was origin originally titled The Faces. I like The Strangers better. Yeah, Strangers works. The Faces uh, is cool, though. The Faces. Uh, according to director Brian Bertino and Liv Tyler, the finale in the original script had much more interaction and dialogue between the victims and the strangers. This was cut in order to keep the intruders mysterious and eerie. I don't know how I would have liked it if there was more interaction either. Yeah. Because then it would have given me more of like a funny games vibe, probably. Mm -hmm. uh, before filming many scenes, after the strangers began terrorizing the couple, Liv Tyler would have to run laps, do jumping, jack, do jumping jacks, and other physical activities to get her out of breath to help simulate the panic in her character would have been experiencing. Good. That's good acting. Good ass method right there. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, the house shown the house is shown during the opening credits. Each resemble a famous house from various classic horror movies, such as A Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, and the Amityville Horror. Not even, dude. Even. I don't even remember that, honestly. Well, you're dumb. Wow, dude. I can't even believe you right now. <laughs> Are you joking my ass right now? You fucking kidding me? And that's all I got. Well, wow, dude. Wow. Fun facts with James, guys. Fun there facts, they are. not a lot, but they're there. <clears throat> but they are existent. Fun fact, I like this fucking movie, and you should watch it. Do this it. is in uh, one of Steve's top ten films of all time. Not really. Dang. But maybe uh, maybe that's something we should do is like a top ten horror films or something. Didn't we already do that? I think we yeah. did that. We probably did it last year. I don't give a fuck, dude. This is Who a new a year. <laughs> it's a new year and other movies come out, dog. New year, new me. All right. All right. I, I don't really know. But yeah, we could do we could do something like that. Yeah, we um, could do it. I we didn't see... I don't I'm go ahead. I'm talking. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did it on the live, didn't we? I think we did, yeah. Yeah, okay. you're right. So we, I don't think yeah, we we didn't record it for we could do that. I'm down to do that. That'd be fun. Or we can even get like uh in a setting like what we're doing right now, because as of right now, guys, we're doing a a Zoom. Yeah, if the audio sounds different, because yeah, why? That's that's what's going on. Um, but what would be cool is actually to get like certain people's like most terrified film or reasoning behind it, you know, and like yeah. get a story for each person. That would that would be kind of cool. Yeah, just get a story for each person as to why it scared them so much or what. And we could, yeah, we have them come in there during set times. Like, you have ten minutes, or if you don't have to go the full ten minutes, just tell us what. What you like, what you don't like. This tell us that. your name. Tell us the movie that scared you, and get the fuck out. There you go. Yeah, pretty much. That'd be fun. Maybe we shall. Maybe you shall, friends. All right, my defuckas. Well, make sure you're also following us over on Instagram at the underscore ripe underscore potatoes, <laughs> <laughs> and our personals over at x chief underscore beef x and comic x Steve. Later. Bye. This has been a Ripe Potatoes production. <laughs>